innovation as just good ideas, but something that usually other people had. Uh, in the U.S., we learn a lot about Benjamin Franklin and how he invented this and that and the other thing, and he was prolific in that regard. Uh, but we didn't really learn about how innovations can create impact, how they can kind of benefit all of society. We just learned about in, in innovations as kind of new, cool things that uh, people like and enjoy and use. Uh, and of course, we learned about like the Wright brothers and the invention of the airplane and all these sorts of things. But um, none of those examples for me growing up were particularly satisfying because they didn't necessarily carry the weight that comes with achieving impact. It, they, they changed society, but they didn't really rise to what I would consider impact. Um, and I've always thought about impact as, as being about helping people who are marginalized, who are excluded from society. Uh, and so growing up, I didn't really see a lot of good examples, or maybe I just wasn't exposed to a lot of good examples of how innovation can impact, can benefit um, people at the, uh, at the margins of society. So as I become a, an adult, I started becoming aware of these organizations, these foundations and nonprofit organizations that were out there helping people every day. And that got me really excited because it kind of fulfilled that uh, intention I had to create impact. Uh, so the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is kind of one of an obvious example for me, at least. Uh, they were out there every day trying to benefit uh, people who are living um, uh, at the margins of society, people who are socially excluded for one reason or another, people who were um, kind of uh, people who needed support, accommodations or uh, investment in order to achieve a good quality of life. So I knew there was a place, there was somehow a, a way that innovators could create impact. But I figured that maybe that was just through these more conventional innovations like Microsoft's, uh, that Microsoft had already been creating. So I didn't really think about how innovation could directly create impact. It was more an indirect impact. So you create an innovation that becomes wildly commercially successful. And then after you've gained that kind of security, then you can go on and go into to creating impact. Um, so it never really occurred to me that innovation could be impactful directly. It was always kind of through or translated through that commercial success. So they've always, they were always basically separate in my mind. Uh, when I started university, I used to volunteer a lot. So I spent so much time working at nonprofits and NGOs and foundations, and they were all focused on impact the way I kind of think of, of impact. They were all focused on working with marginalized communities to empower them, to enable them to participate more in different aspects of social life. But not many of those nonprofits or NGOs were what I'd call innovative. They were really just service oriented. They were just trying to find ways of bringing those communities into society. They weren't really thinking about how new solutions, radical new solutions could completely change the, the game uh, for these groups. They were just thinking about how they can take them incrementally from where they are to kind of where they wanted to be. So I never really thought about this connection between impact and innovation until much later in my career. And I first encountered, or encountered it when I was studying for my doctorate. Uh, and I started looking at uh, how technology uh, is usable and can empower people with disabilities. Uh, and so examples of innovations that a lot of times we take for granted kept coming up 
in how they were formed or how they were initiated by people who were trying to empower people with disabilities. And so things like the first typewriter was invented by an Italian guy who wanted to help someone write who was blind. And of course, we have the example of the telephone who was invented by Alexander Graham Bell, whose wife and mother were deaf. So having exposure to these uh, ideas and these old, old innovations, but that were created in a way to, with a direct intention to impact marginalized communities, kind of blew my mind. And so I was really, really excited to finally be able to bridge this value system that I had around creating impact with the knowledge, experience, and expertise that I had gained working in the technology sector in this issue of innovation. And so this was super, super important to me. And, uh, and I was really happy because getting to grow up and see how innovations can completely transform our world. So I was in uh, elementary school when we first got computers at the school. I was in high school when we first got the internet in our school and when the World Wide Web was first becoming uh, was first being introduced. Um, I was in university whenever social media was first introduced, which of course radically changed the landscape and the fabric of our society. So being able to imagine that we can use these sorts of technical innovations to create the sort of impacts that I had been longing to create for years and years was absolutely thrilling. I think that was a connection that I first made in my doctoral studies that really it created that um, uh, interest, that longing, that uh, love for the field that I was studying. Uh, before that, I really kind of approached it rather objectively and kind of at a distance because, again, it was kind of an interesting topic, but it wasn't something I necessarily saw as being my career. Well, now things are changed because I saw that innovation could really help impact, uh, create, create impact and help enable me to work with marginalized groups in a way that empowers them. And so all of this kind of fed into these, these two uh, related areas of my uh, work experience. And uh, it provided for a really good foundation for the next stage of my career, but it also gave me the strength and the uh, interest and the excitement to pursue those fields a little bit, uh, a little bit more. It was a soft start, though. I won't say that it was just a magical turnkey, like all of a sudden things completely changed. I didn't just dive right in and start creating solutions for impact. It took me a while, and I needed resources most of all. The first time I can remember that I deliberately tried to bridge this innovation work with impact was uh, in a project that I had proposed to a funder um, based in Mozambique. Uh, now the funders wanted projects that were related to improving quality of education and student exchange and things like that. So I wrote a really nice proposal. It checked all of those boxes. So the funder knew that I was doing what they had asked, uh, I would do what they had asked me to do. Um, and it was focused on universal design, so it had a nice topical area of relevance. Uh, but I added a small activity to the budget, uh, a small activity focused on creating innovations in universal design. And I wasn't super specific. I was just basically said exactly that. We want to create some innovations for universal design. We're earmarking part of the budget to go to that. 
Um, and uh, just that the students, just the fact that the students and the researchers were working in tech kind of gave me that entry point. If it was a different field, it might not have worked. But since we were working in tech, you know, people's minds and imagination and tech and innovation kind of that, that's really coupled together. So I was able to include that in the budget without uh, anyone kind of noticing. Uh, I was afraid about doing it at all because I figured that if the funders were looking for stuff around quality education, they might see this as being a little bit too commercial or a little bit too, um, too focused on industry. And so I took a risk. There was a, definitely a chance that they would not have looked positively on that. And they could have just shot the proposal down if they wanted to. So I didn't really emphasize it. I didn't really push it very hard. I just included it and tried to kind of... Uh, just mention it and move on. As it turns out, we got the funding. Uh, and the funding, funders didn't even mention anything in their, uh, in their approval. They didn't mention anything about the innovation component. So I really took that as an opportunity to use that funding really creatively to uh, develop new prototypes, to do research on innovative technologies, and to actually create new products and services that could directly impact those communities in Mozambique. And it wasn't as if we were creating these technologies in some kind of isolation chamber. We were actually actively in those communities, working with those communities to co-create those technologies. So it was just a super, super exciting opportunity and I'm indebted and incredibly thankful to the funders who are able to uh, support this work um, and it was a chance for me to use these resources to do what I had wanted to do for so many years and that is to create innovations that can make an impact and we had a few success stories uh, with any innovation project you're always going to have limited success no matter what, because that's the nature of innovation. Um, but this led to even more funding and more opportunities. And now I'm at a stage of my career where when I think of innovation, impact is a, uh, it's just built into it. It's an essential component. And, and sometimes I'll talk to people about innovation and uh, I'll realize midway through the conversation that they don't think of innovation the same way I do. They don't consider impact as being a necessary or essential component of innovation. And it takes me, it surprises me. It always takes me aback because I have to sit there and think, well, wait a minute, am I just thinking about innovation wrong? And then I'm like, oh no, I'm not thinking of it incorrectly. It's just that my understanding of innovation has evolved in a certain direction. Theirs has evolved in a different direction. So I have to remind myself occasionally that not everyone makes this connection between innovation and impact. A lot of times innovation is just about putting a product or service out there to market uh, or making a solution and just putting it into practice. It's not necessarily focused on impact the way I like to focus on impact. So takeaway is this. Innovation is a really, really powerful tool. It can absolutely disrupt the status quo. It can absolutely create impact. But if we're only thinking about innovation as a form of disruption, a market disruption or societal disruption, I think we're completely missing the point. I think that we're just, we're not getting the full value out of innovation. So what I see is most essential in the coming years is that we need to continue to develop the connection, the, the strength of the connection between innovation and impact so much that they can't be separated. That in the minds of the people who are out there innovating every day, that impact and innovation are interconnected dimensions of the same thing. Um, 
And so that way, when we're solving really difficult problems, we're doing it innovatively. And when we're innovating, we're doing that in a way that solves really difficult problems. And that's just going to make the world better for everyone.